0: savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just 9 dollars each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why Healthcare provides Provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com weightloss. Hey guys, quick plugs. We had some fun over on the Patreon this weekend. I told them that if we hit $550 that I would go and get biscuits and gravy the next morning, and we hit our goal, so I did. And you can see photos of that on social media or on my Patreon. That's patreon.com slash woe underscore where you can get early access to ad-free episodes, instrumental, soundtrack albums, Q&As, directors, commentaries, and more, like photos of biscuits and gravy. That's patreon.com slash Also, quick shout-out to my Twitch, twitch.tv slash I've been writing episode soundtracks on there, playing GeoGuessr, and more. Special thanks to my 10 newest patrons, Elbereth Cathonial, Alex, Johan Kingsley, Constance, Edgeburb, Allison Bettel, Timothy Snyder, Matt Parker, Soup Hole, and Cat Fangs for supporting the show. Enjoy. Warning, this episode contains some loud noises, the timestamp for which will be in the description. Here to relieve you from duty, soldier, Mikey, come here. I thought you were going to be another little old Latvian granny. Why didn't you use Edgar's calculator to let yourself in? I didn't want to make a lot of noise. Come in, come in, come in. Latvian granny? How are you doing, man? I'm good. Uh, Better than I have been since I can remember, as you might imagine. Why does it smell so good in here? That's not like you (laughs) do. Because Michael told Boris that he got shot and people haven't stopped showing up with food since. Please, help yourself. We have carbonade, palmini, soup. We have Every type of soup that has ever been made, Mikey. Cold soup, warm soup, bread soup, beet soup, pork soup with extra pork from the freezer, and Boris dropped off a whole other hog, fully butchered this time, thank god. Please, have some pork and some soup. Well, that's nice of him, but Michael should not have told Boris. In his defense, he tried not to, but it took like two days before Boris caught wind that something was off. They've got like a psychic link or something. He showed up at our door, demanding to see Michael, and he wouldn't take no for an answer, and then... Cat's out of the bag. So, how's the old man doing? Better. A little better all the time. A little hopped up on pain meds and stubborn as a mule. A long road with a full recovery at the end, according to the doctor. He's gonna drive you up a wall, though. (laughs) I know, I've been preparing for it. What's the worst thing he's done so far? Collapsed in the middle of the kitchen, trying to make himself a bowl of cereal... He scared the shit out of me, made a huge mess in the kitchen, damn near opened up his wound again, and we have so much fucking soup, Mikey. If he wanted something liquid, he could have warmed up some soup. That's all to say, your job will be to keep him in bed. Yeah, I figured. So, uh, what do I do with this? Put it away right now. We're gonna lock it in a safe under my bed. We're not going to let him find the calculator and do some time travel shit where we wake up one morning and it's been a month for him and he's been on his own trying to heal himself and the wound heals wrong because he's too stubborn. Yeah, that sounds like him. Which is why we're going to keep it under lock and key. There's a decoy safe in my closet. That's where he thinks it's going to be. It's a shame that he knows that you have it at all, but how else would you have gotten back after your trip home? Speaking of home... How's Edgar? Good, good, um... The situation is confusing for me more than him, I think. He only remembers things the way that they actually happened, and it's more difficult for me. Sometimes I can't explain to him why I'm reacting to something the way I do. And then I'm different than the Mikey who just left, but for him, nothing changed. But other than that, Mike, I missed him so much. I didn't even realize how bad I missed him. I bawled like a baby when I saw him. (sighs) I know that I'm going to, too. It's been even longer for me, you know. Michael and I have been here a long time. Did you talk to him about what's happening? Yeah, he wanted to know everything, and I wanted to lie in bed and watch movies, so we settled on a compromise. One movie for one question and answer session. Hmm, well, thanks for that. With any luck, your little Q&A will propagate to my Edgar, which means more time for me to relax. Hey, uh, is he supposed to be up? Hey, you little snitch. Michael! Get back in bed. Tell me what you want out of the kitchen and I'll get it for you. I want to stand up and walk around is what. Are you going to get that out of the kitchen for me? Go back to bed, Michael, and actually prop your wound up over your heart this time. You know first aid. You know that you're supposed to do that. And how do you know that I ain't been doing that, Pilgrim? Because you can't lie in bed with your cowboy hat on and have your lower half raised above your heart. The brim wouldn't let you lay your head down. I'm not stupid. Debatable. And I put it on when I got up. Did you? Did you put it on when you got up? So are you going to let Mikey in past the damn doorway so I can see him? Howdy, Mikey. We got some catching up to do. Get back in bed and we'll meet you in there, okay? Well, first I'd like a hug from my littlest brother before I get sent back to prison. Pretty please, Mr. Warden. Whatever, fine. Just go back to bed after this. Come here, Mikey boy. You rest up well. Pretty well, yeah. How about you? I've been better. I've been worse. I can smell Edgar on you. Yeah, I just left home a few minutes ago. You take care of him? No, he took care of me. Well, he needs you more than you think, Pilgrim. I don't know about that, but you're the expert. Certified Edgar specialist. This is all very sweet, but it's also a conversation that we can have around Michael's bed. Go. Go to bed, Michael. Shoot. Shoo! Get out of here! Can't shoo me like I'm some type of critter. Okay, then, pretty please go back to bed, Michael. Look, this is my last day in the apartment for a while, so this is the last time I'll ever ask you to go back to bed. So do me a solid? You're the boss. See you around, Mikey boy. So nothing's changed at all from the sounds of it. Are you sure that you want to take over for a week? No, it sounds painful, but you deserve to see Edgar again. Michael isn't the only one who needs rest. Well, thank you for taking the bullet for me. Uh, Pun not intended. And then after I'm rested and Michael's healed, we can get back to work. Are you scared? Yeah. Me too. You're gonna wait for me, right, Mikey? There's no reason to do it alone. I'm not even sure that it's the right thing to do anymore. This can't be the way that things are, Mikey. At least before, everyone was gone for the same reason. Now everyone's gone for completely different reasons, and we're not going to issue corrections for all of them. I know that. People are going to stay dead. We just can't put it all back together. It's the right thing to do, okay? And when I get back, we'll do it together, okay? Yeah, we'll see what you say when you get back. I just got back, Mike. It doesn't feel the same anymore. I don't know that I can go through with it, and I need to be certain. I can still smell him on my clothes. I can still hear his voice in my ears. Love you, Bear. Take care of the cowboy for me. That's how recent it was. We'd be killing him. That's what Michael was screaming at me when I was trying to get Matt to issue the correction. You're killing Edgar. You're killing Edgar. Not the easiest conversation to have with your boyfriend about why you're muttering that in your sleep, by the way. Look, I was on the same page as you. I still am, I think. But if we're going to do this, we have to be certain. I don't know anymore, and that's not good enough. And I don't think that Michael can handle it. So, we both have a week. Think about it, okay? I'll think about it, Mikey. That doesn't mean that I'll reach the same conclusion as you, okay? Okay. And I'm not afraid to do the dirty work to protect you, even if that's not what you want, okay? (sighs) So now we're going to go in there and be good family to Michael. And when I get back, we can get back to work. Right. I'm glad to take care of him, you know. Right. Be glad. All smiles. Don't let him know that we're thinking about this, okay? Alright. We're good to go, Mikey. Let's go see Michael. Michael. And then he jumped up on the bed, real gentle-like. Well, as gentle as he could. He's not fully in control of his limbs just yet, but he could tell I was hurting because I was just laying there. And he jumped up and he put his head on my chest. Right right here, right above where the bullet hit. Just laid there while I pet him. Just laid there, being warm and soft. That made me feel better than the painkillers. Bruno saved my life that day. He's one fine pup. Yeah, Bruno was much better behaved than Boris. Yep, he usually is, partner. I told Boris that I ain't seen who shot me, but that ain't gonna stop him. Boris gonna get to the bottom of this. I will find who shot my cowboy and he will pay. You know, before a couple days ago, I had never heard an ornery Ukrainian landlord get choked up about enacting revenge on behalf of his tenant. He's good people. Yeah, you can tell that he's good people because he's terrible at taking money from us. No rent until Michael's up on his feet again. You're taking a shine to him. I knew you would. Just takes a little time. I wouldn't say that. He's still a landlord, and he's not as nice to me as he is to you. Oh, you gotta meet him halfway is all. He likes you fine, but he's blunt. Whole reason he let me bring Bruno over in the first place was to cheer you up. He's got you gamefully employed now, too. Mike's a professional dog walker now, Mikey. (laughs) A landlord and a boss? Now that's the total package. Walking Bruno don't count as work. Plus, Mike gets some spending money. He's saving up for a Stetson so he can be a cowboy just like me. Absolutely and profoundly untrue. Whatever you say, cowboy. Mikey, you do your check-in like we talked about? I did, actually, on two separate days to make sure, and uh, I think that we were right. Not only is Matt not picking up his phone, he's not home. And I don't think he ran away from home, either. He didn't chicken out. Something went wrong. The calculators are dangerous. We knew that. What are you saying happened? Well, a few things could have happened. He could be in the vacuum of space. He could be in the ocean. He could be in some field half-consolidated with himself. He could have transported himself halfway into a tree. There's really no telling. I'd say that about 80% of those scenarios end in death, and the remaining 20 make you wish you were dead. Turns out waking up to your upper half being separated from your lower half by some drywall ain't pleasant. That's... Did that happen to you? Not the point, Pilgrim. We gotta issue a correction. Ironically, using the technology that killed Matt. We don't know that Matt is dead. Yeah, and we don't know that the sun's gonna rise tomorrow either, Mikey. But you're saying that we killed him? No, Matt is our friend, and he was brave enough to take a risk for us, and we are seeing the consequences of that risk. Just because it hurts doesn't mean that it's someone's fault. Nah, we killed him, Mikey boy. If Mike and I hadn't shown up on his doorstep, he'd still be alive and kicking and we'd be in the same mess we're in now. We handed him the weapon and we told him to fire. That's not the right perspective at all. Thinking like that is a good way to lose yourself. That doesn't matter, we're going to issue a correction to keep Matt from using the calculator at all. Problem solved, right? Assuming that the correction works. Yeah, I got another week before I'm strong enough to use the calculator and then I can tell Matt to buzz off. What, Michael? First off, you won't be strong enough in a week, and secondly, Mikey's doing it. I'm doing it. Mike, I've never issued a correction before, except the last one. And you're going to be so much better at it than I was when I started making corrections. You know how to use the calculator, you've got the coordinates to this apartment memorized, and you're not going to mess up longitude and latitude. All you have to do is show up, collect the calculator from him, he'll want to give it to you, and then head back here. You'll be fine, Mikey boy. This ain't nothing like a connectivity strike. You're part of the team now. We trust you, buddy. Oh, Thanks, Michael. I know that wasn't always the case. Well, this has been fun, but if we've got all of that ironed out, I think it's time for me to hit the old dusty trail. Old dusty trail? Michael's rubbing off on you. Don't say that. But uh, come with me for a second, Mikey. I need to show you the instructions that the doctor left on how to dress his wounds and other aftercare stuff. He shouldn't need too much help at this point. Right, big guy? Darn tootin'. Alright, I'm heading out, Michael. Take care of Mikey for me, will you? He's in capable hands. I'll see you in a week, partner. See ya, Michael. Mikey? Right, uh, be back in a minute, Michael. Alright, Mikey, I have pinned the aftercare instructions to the fridge. I don't think you'll need them. He's at the point where he can change his bandages. The safe is under my bed. The code is twelve two twenty eight. Say that back to me three times. Twelve two twenty eight. Shh Sorry. Twelve two twenty eight. Twelve two twenty eight. Twelve two twenty eight. As soon as you send me home, put the calculator in the safe immediately. Sleep in my room with the door locked, and take it with you any time you leave the apartment. Michael is never to be left alone with the calculator, even if it's in the safe. Do you understand? Yes. Say, I understand. I understand. a boy. Well, it's been good seeing you during peacetime, Mikey. We should do it again sometime. Yeah, likewise. Have a good vacation, Mike. I found some relief. I hope you do too. I've been holding it in, but I'm so excited, Mikey. Do you have the coordinates put in for my time? Yep. Can you confirm them for me? Hmm, yep. Those are the ones. And Edgar will send me back one week from today. And then the holidays will be over. Savor it, Mikey boy. Yeah, you too. All right. I'm ready. Send me home. All right. And call me when you get there safe and sound, so I don't have to worry about you on my vacation. You got it. Bye, Mikey. Bye, Mike. Initiating travel in three, two, one. Read 'em and weep, Pilgrim. I'm going gin. Michael, a card can't be a part of a run and a set. You can't even knock. I... <laughs> I don't know what happens now. I mean, I undercut you, but you couldn't knock, so is the game over? <laughs> Guess you win this hand, partner. I forfeit. You sure you don't want a painkiller? Might put us on the same intellectual level. I'm good, thanks. That was a joke anyway, partner. I need all of them I can get. I got whiskey in the cabinet, though, if that's more your speed. That ain't a joke. Tempting, but I'm supposed to be supervising you? Maybe once you're healed up, we'll grab a drink together. Anytime, partner. You know, Mike would be furious if he knew you were letting me sit at the kitchen table. He's been keeping me in that bed day and night. I hate it. I have to keep getting up so I don't get bed sores. It's like the flinchite compound, but worse. Yeah, I'm more like the cool substitute teacher. I'll supervise you. But really, you can do whatever you want, just don't get me in trouble. And if you tattle on me, no early recess. Yes sir, Mr. Walters. (laughs) I'll be a good boy. You know, if you're really good, I'll wheel out the TV cart and we can watch a movie. Hey, uh, you wanna watch a movie, bud? Actually watch one? I found Grizzly Adams on YouTube the other day. The whole thing. For free. Hmm. Maybe if you lay down on the couch and I take the chair? That way we're following some of the rules some of the time? Alright, when I'm ready to lay down again, we'll watch Grizzly Adams, and uh, I also found Night of the Living Dead. So, uh, deal me another hand. Hey, you want to bet on this one, Mikey boy? Uh, fuck it, sure. What's the bet? So, for every hand that you win, I'll tell you a story about something from the future. Stuff that won't happen to you. Just the fun stuff, I swear. And if I win a hand, you gotta do a shot of whiskey. Don't gotta, but I'm all fuzzy tonight. It'd be nice if you were a little fuzzy with me. I'm feeling slow. So, uh... We got a deal? (sighs) Fuck it. I'm on vacation. And I'm not going to lose to you. That's the spirit. (laughs) And I want to know some of those stories. You got any about Marissa? I got a hundred stories about Marissa, Pilgrim. Bring it on, cowboy. Will do. Anyway, I love that movie, Grizzly Adams. It's really gay. Is it? I don't think that I've seen the movie since I was a little kid. I remember the TV show. Well, the movie's all about how the tension between society and the self drives Grizzly to seek freedom to be himself in the wilderness. He rescues a bear cub, and then this Native American fellow who got hurt. And those two end up becoming blood brothers, and then they wrestle to the ground at one point. Even after they catch the criminal that they mistook him for, Grizzly don't go back. He's found a life where he can live without scrutiny. Just him and his pet bear, Ben, living out their days in peace. And then about half the movie is just a big, burly, bearded man playing with forest critters. Maybe more than half the movie now that I think about it. That does sound pretty gay. I think that we're someone's pet bear. It's great. Relaxing, too. Makes you feel like you're gonna be okay. Just you watch. When we put it on, I'll be asleep by the time Nakoma shows up. And I don't go to sleep very easy. Well, I'm sure the painkillers help. Edgar being alive helps. Not as much as it should, but some. Well, I'm glad you found some relief. But on the other hand, I'm knocking. I've got four Deadwood. Get wrecked, cowboy. Shit. I can't play on any of that and I got 30. All right, so that's 26 points and a story about Marissa for me. Fair and square. Deal us back in, and I'll tell you the story about how Marissa almost got me and her killed in a bar in Wyoming. Hell yeah, keep talking. It was me and her out on a mission. Can't tell you what for. I'm already breaking protocol. But we were tailing this guy and he went into the bar. I weren't a cowboy back then, so I didn't fit in as well as I could have. We were already sticking out like a couple of sore thumbs. And Marissa got the bright idea that we should play darts and watch our guy from across the bar. I hate darts, Mike. I can't get the wrist flick right for shit. I already knew that about you, Michael, because I'm you. I'm better at darts when I'm aiming at the wrong spot. So you get it. Marissa finds these two guys sharing a pitcher of beer over by the darts and challenges them to a two-on-two match. They're both pretty average and about the same skill level. Meanwhile, I'm lucky if I hit the board at all, and Marissa is both immensely better than them and getting lucky over and over again. It's a squeaker, but we end up winning the thing. And they got mad. Not a fun way to lose. Yeah, they had some choice words for us, especially Marissa. Considering we were in Wyoming, they could have been worse words, but they weren't pleasant. I'm going gin, by the way, for real this time. Drink up, Mikey boy. Well, shit. Yep. Bottoms up and start dealing. You know Marissa, she don't take shit. She'd whoop my ass any day and I'm bigger than these fellas were. So she calmly collects her darts. Darts that have been handled by about a hundred greasy bar patrons that night. Walks over to him and drops all of them straight into their pitcher of beer. And this is the part where you almost got killed. They didn't even run at her. They ran at me, I guess because I'm a man, but the only thing I was guilty of was being terrible at darts. Hell, I would have stopped her, even if they did deserve it. But I grabbed Marissa, and we got out of that bar fast as hell. Got around into an alley, and then had to be extracted to safety by Edgar, who was not happy with our antics. No, I bet he wasn't. Did you find your guy again? Classified. And it don't matter, because that never happened. Lots of good memories from that time. All went sour, and now they never happened. But I promise you fun stories, not mass casualty events. We'll end that story while it's happy. Marissa said that she'd gladly do it again, and I believe her. And I'm going gin again, so it's time for round two, Mikey boy. What? You can't be serious. There haven't been enough cards. Shuffle the deck better next time, dipshit. And drink up. I am going to destroy you in the next hand. The next dozen hands. My heart is alive with the fire of a dozen suns. Prove it, Pilgrim. Gladly. Two gins in a row, in my ass. <laughs> you know, I like your partner. Didn't know if I would, but you're good company. Yeah, I could tell that you didn't know, but it's no big deal. I'm sorry about that, Mikey. Times have been rough. You don't have to explain it to me. I'll admit I treated you bad when you first showed up. Me and Mike had just been through some awful shit. No, I mean it. You don't have to explain it to me. Not tonight, not with you still recovering from a gunshot wound. Only good vibes allowed, okay? We can argue when Mike gets back. If you're sure, Mikey. Anyway, I forgive you. What? The worst four words we ever said were the four words that kicked this whole thing off. I don't forgive you i'd like to think that i've learned since then maybe i haven't but i can pretend i don't remember being that mature when i was you yeah yeah i'm a regular saint just gotta work two miracles to make it official okay taking a big gamble here but i'm knocking got 10 deadwood I i got 15 and let's see here i can play three damn it hell yeah that's miracle number one pay up cowboy Alright, you win fair and square, St. Mikey. What do you want to hear about? The wedding. Me and Edgar, I want to hear about the wedding. When you proposed, when you had it, who was there, what you wore, the vows, everything. Nope. What do you mean, nope? Don't want to ruin any of that for you. You need to experience it just like I did, fresh. You won't know that story till you're part of it, Pilgrim. One of the best days of my life. Fine, I mean, you're not wrong. What can I say? I'm looking out for you. Sheepdoggin' for you. Hmm. So how about the time that me and Edgar went horseback riding on the beach? Sounds romantic. (laughs) Worst date of my life. Consider this a correction, bud. Never go on that date with Edgar. Save both of you the trouble. It started off on a bad foot. The weather didn't say that it was supposed to rain, but as soon as we got there, the clouds started getting dark. The guy who ran the horse riding service told us it'd be fine, and that we'd already reserved our time so we didn't want to lose out. Well, cut to five minutes later and it starts thundering loud. The horses weren't happy. They weren't bucking or nothing, but me and Edgar weren't experienced riders. We were riding side by side and his horse got spooked and jumped a little bit. That got Edgar spooked and he instinctively reached over to grab me for comfort. He ended up pulling us both down into the wet sand behind the horses with him on top of me. Luckily, neither of us were hurt. The horses kept walking like nothing ever happened. We were both covered in wet sand by the time we got up. Gentlemen, we're coming back on the air after an interruption due to a technical problem. <sighs> Dumbasses thought I couldn't hear him Twelve. Two. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Thanks, Mikey. There she goes. All right, Matt, let's get you out of trouble real quick. I'm sorry, Mikey, I'll be on my best behavior for the rest of vacation. Mikey, you think people would listen to a podcast where it's just me and you talking about movies. (laughs) That might be fun. I can see it now. Movies with Michael. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.